Welcome back to your therapy tools. Today's episode is focusing on reframing negative automatic thoughts. A lot of a lot of my clients lately have had a hard time with being able to figure out how to reframe. And it's not always easy. Sometimes those negative thoughts just uh, creep in and wreak havoc on our progress. And then we start to feel like all of our progress has just gone out the door, which is not true. If you have a bad day, it's okay. We all have a bad day. It doesn't mean that all the work you've put in this far in becoming the best version of yourself has disappeared. It's still there. You just had a bad day. Give yourself a break. So let's look at negative automatic thoughts or NATS for short since everybody likes to abbreviate everything. N-A-T-S, NATS. And they're just as annoying as actual NATS who fly around in your face and hover over your fruit. (laughs) So NATS. And, and with gnats and with negative automatic thoughts, um, there's something called the cognitive triad. And what this basically is, it's a triangle, and it's got thoughts on one corner, behaviors on another corner, and emotions on another corner. And all of the arrows pointing at thoughts, behaviors, and emotions, those arrows go both ways. So... It shows on the on the triangle diagram that thoughts create behaviors, behaviors create emotions, emotions create thoughts, thoughts create emotions, emotions create behaviors, behaviors create thoughts. So it can go clockwise or counterclockwise around this triangle. All, all of these things, the thoughts, the behaviors, and emotions have an effect on each other. And they have causality for each other. So remember that the arrows go both ways when you picture this triangle of thoughts, behaviors, and emotions, okay? Have you ever had an emotion that you just can't seem to get rid of? Maybe you woke up in a foul mood and you just, you just had it. You just thought, you know what? Forget this whole day. I I just give up. Maybe you woke up sad or angry for some reason and you couldn't figure out why. And it just seemed to stick with you all day. You just had a shitty day with a shitty mood and nothing seemed to pull you out of the funk. Have you ever had an emotion that you just can't get rid of? What about having a thought that you can't stop thinking? And we know these are called ruminations or intrusive thoughts. You get a thought in your head and you continue to focus on it, even though maybe you don't want to focus on it, but you can't stop focusing on it. You feel like you can't stop. Have you ever had thoughts that you can't stop thinking? Have you ever had a hard time changing a habit or behavior? I know we've all had trouble with this. We get into bad habits and we think, to be healthier, I really need to break this habit and you know how it works. You might be really good and disciplined for a couple of days, a week, or even a month. 
but it feels like you slip back into the same behavior or habit, right? So think about a hard time that you've had with changing a habit or a behavior. And then let's really break it down. Let's let's really dissect the cognitive triad. So when I say the word thought, can you tell me what a thought is? So on this worksheet, it says that a thought is something you tell yourself that you could put into quotes. Something such as, this is a shitty day for me, or everything will be okay, or I can't handle this. Those are all thoughts. And it's not, it's not easy to change. Wait, let me just jump over here. What is a behavior? If I say behavior, how would you define what a behavior is? I have a list here of behaviors. Uh, talk, taking a walk is a behavior. Crying is a behavior. Taking time to yourself. Taking space, that's a behavior. Making space for another person is a behavior. Punching a wall and screaming are also behaviors. And then think about what is an emotion. We all know what an emotion is, right? It's, it's feeling happiness. It's feeling joy, it's frustration, it's contentment, it's anger. So emotions are feelings that we have. So we have thoughts, feelings, and actions, right? And it's never easy to change your emotion by just telling yourself, oh, feel better, don't be sad. <laughs> we, we really have to change the emotion by changing behaviors and thoughts. So how how do we do that? How do we reframe? Reframing is, is a lot more than just changing your thought. It's changing your habit, your behavior, and your emotion. So think about that just for a moment. And then think about the negative automatic thoughts. Obviously, it, it says it in the name. It's a negative experience, right? Negative automatic thought. It's it's unhelpful. It's hurtful. It's it's uh, something that perpetuates the bad habit and the and the and the negative emotions, right? But can a gnat or negative automatic thought actually be helpful? What do you think? If you learn to change your perception a little bit, you can see where these negative automatic thoughts are actually helpful. They can actually be helpful. So you might have a negative automatic thought, for example, something like, I suck at baseball. And you could ask yourself, is this, is this thought helpful or hurtful for me? Well, if you take the victim mentality out of it, so don't play the victim and think, oh, you feel like you're being bullied because you tell yourself, I suck at baseball. Take the victim mentality out of it. Change your perception a little bit and ask how that thought is helpful. The thought is helpful because it's telling you that you would like to be better at baseball and you're disappointed that you're not, right? So how would we reframe, I want to be better at baseball, but I'm not? We would reframe, I love baseball 
and I'm practicing so that I can get better and better each time I play. That is a positive thought. So when I say, if you can't turn it into a positive thought, turn it into a goal, that's what I just did there. I turned it into a positive thought and a goal. Does that make sense? So the next time you're having these negative automatic thoughts, think twice, take another perception, grab any other perception besides your negative filter view and say, okay, how could this thought help me? Maybe I could say it to myself with a little more compassion. Instead of saying I suck at baseball, I could say I love baseball and I want to be better at it. So I'm practicing hard so I can get myself there. And you can apply that to anything. Any, any self-deprecating statements that you make to yourself. Reframe it with that. Because even just if you repeat after me. If you say, I suck at baseball, think about how you feel and note your body language. It, it's, a, it's negative in behavior, it's negative in emotion, and it's negative in thought. When you reframe it to, I love baseball, you almost get a smile on your face, right? And I'm practicing hard so I can get better at it. Then you feel like you have a purpose. Your chin goes up a little bit. You have a little bit of a smile. You're reframing the whole triad, the whole cognitive triad when you reframe like that. Does it make sense? All right. Let's take a really quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, thank you for hanging in there. And I hope you're enjoying the background music. This is Duke Ellington um, doing the Nutcracker Suite. You know how we listen to the Nutcracker music, some of us, every year. This is my first year actually experiencing anything Nutcracker. I never paid attention to it my whole life. So um, Duke Ellington is a jazz musician who decided to challenge himself and... Um, Read, redo the whole Nutcracker suite in jazz. Pretty cool, huh? All right, back to cognitive reframing and restructuring. And uh, by the way, I have this workbook, and um, that's what I'm using to, to give you this information today. And it's from www.talk plus.org.uk I have downloaded a copy and if you would like to have a copy you can email me at elizabethlmft at outlook.com or you can request it on the message area of my website at www.elizabethlmft.org Okay, so challenging those unhelpful thoughts. 
Cognitive restructuring is evidence-based and it's used to challenge unhelpful thoughts in low mood or anxiety. It works by identifying negative or unhelpful thoughts and gathering evidence. So one of the first steps to reframing is logging your negative thoughts. Every time you have a negative thought about yourself or somebody else, it's a good idea to grab a journal or a notebook and write it down. Write down that negative thought. And then write down your emotion. And then write down your particular behavior. You might say, oh, I hate my coworker. She's so annoying. And you write that down. And you might notice that you're feeling frustrated or irritated. And you might notice your behavior is avoidance, avoiding her, um, averting your eyes to not make eye contact because you don't want her to see that as an invitation to come talk to you. So you get the idea. It's a good, it's a good idea to log those things because then you can pinpoint your unique patterns with the negative automatic thinking and it makes it a lot easier to reframe. Because if you're just using random examples, yeah, it might stick a little bit. But when you're actually applying it to yourself in your own life, that's where it sticks. That's where the change really happens. So I give you a lot of examples, but it's important that you tie it to your real life, to your thoughts, to your situations. Because that's the only way to improve your whole environment, whether it's work or home or or just inside your own head. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors are unique to you and your situation. So please be sure to start tracking those thoughts and write down the emotion that comes with it and the behavior in that moment. Okay? Okay, so back to the worksheet. Um, there's a quote here by, I hope I don't, totally destroy the pronunciation here. Epictetus, 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 I can't even say this name. Never mind. I'll, I'll write it in the description and, and somebody can help me out there. But the quote is, man is troubled not by events, but by the meaning that he gives to them. And I love that quote. Um, we're not upset by what happens. We're upset by the perception that we have of it and the meaning that we give to it. And that's that's everything that cognitive restructuring is all about. That's the whole thing. I love that quote. So our thoughts have a huge impact on how we feel. When we feel low or anxious, we might find this is in part due to having negative or unhelpful thoughts. So challenging these thoughts and developing more helpful and realistic thoughts, we can help to improve our mood. Helpful and realistic thinking is neither negative nor positive. It takes all perspectives into account. This would mean looking at yourself, others, and the world in a balanced and fair way. So this has a diagram with thoughts, emotions, physical feelings, and behavior. And the arrows, again, point both ways. So under thoughts, there are examples such as, I'm going to mess up. I'm useless in interviews. I will never get a job. And that points down to emotions. You're feeling down, low, and sad. 
And then physical, you're feeling tired and restless and you have no appetite. And then it points over to behavior, which is not getting enough sleep, not eating breakfast, and asking people for reassurance. And then that leads back to the thoughts and so on. It's a vicious circle. So when you're having the unhelpful thoughts about specific situations, yourself or other people or even the world, it can make you feel anxious. It can make you feel low. It can zap your motivation. Um, it can make your depression worse. You might have an episode where you just lay in bed in your jammies and you refuse to get up for a few days. Um, unhelpful thinking maintains the way that we're thinking. So it's reinforcing if, if we continue with the unhelpful thoughts, we're reinforcing the negative automatic thought process. The first step of restructuring the unhelpful thoughts is to stop. Think of the word stop. Think of a big red stop sign smacking you in the face. Think of a big red stop sign suddenly appearing out of nowhere. And it's bigger than your giant flat screen TV. So the S stands for stop, stop what you're doing and take a moment. The T stands for time to breathe. Do the deep breathing exercises. Practice that deep relaxation breathing. The O stands for overview. Ask yourself some questions to get an overview of what exactly is happening. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What's your body doing? How do you feel? Perspective. P stands for perspective. Record the thought going through your mind to get a better perspective. Some useful questions to help you identify your unhelpful thought is, what am I telling myself right now? What is making me feel this way? And what bad thing am I predicting is going to happen? And then you want to ask yourself also, is this thought helpful? You know, like my baseball example. Is this thought helpful? So definitely work on the thought logging, the thought journal, the thought diary, whatever you want to call it, as long as you're working on that. And this worksheet does have a whole page dedicated to that. And then you want to, I, I always talk about putting your thoughts on trial. And these are the questions that you need to ask when you're putting your thoughts on trial. Have I confused a thought with a fact? What would I tell a friend if they had this thought? How many times has this thought happened in the past? Am I confusing a possibility with a certainty? It may be possible. Is it likely? If I was not feeling low or anxious, would I see this situation differently? So if, if you were feeling a lot of anxiety in the moment and you had a certain thought, you might ask yourself, if I were in a good mood and happy, would I still see it this way? Examine it from five or six different perspectives. Kind of step out of your own head. And again, get rid of the victim mentality. Get rid of the uh, martyrism. Get rid of the ego. Put all that aside. You have to think more like a non-biased scientist when you're examining your thoughts. You can't, you can't let the emotions rule you. 
and you can't keep holding on to the golden crutches of victimhood because people are going to run out of sympathy and you already don't have compassion for yourself if you're trapped in this vicious cycle. So show yourself compassion, don't judge, and get rid of the victim mentality. And ask yourself, write down five or six different ways to view the situation. Look at it from five different vantage points aside from your go-to negative filter. You might, you might change your mind and say, okay, so if I were in a really good mood and this happened, what would I think and feel and what would my behavior be? You might say, if I saw some, somebody on a movie going through this and I were invested in the story and I cared about them, what would I be yelling at the TV right now? Would I be saying, hey, it's okay, don't get stressed out about that, it's nothing? Or, or would, I, would I be anxious and upset like I am now? Um, how, how would the other person in the situation feel? What could they possibly be thinking? You know, if it's another person and you're having a negative thought about another person, you might put yourself in their shoes and show some compassion. And it's not that you're justifying that they're being rude or, or whatever. Maybe they're not being rude. Maybe they have a completely different perception in their head and you're jumping to conclusions and looking with a negative filter to pick out anything you can that could be wrong while they're over there just innocently minding their own business and didn't intend to give you a dirty look whatsoever, but you're taking it that way, you know? Put yourself in their shoes if it's involving another person. Think about five years from now when you look back on this situation, will it be this intense? Or will you laugh five years from now? Or will you even remember it five years from now? Is it worth even stressing out over? And that's a, another good way to gauge these negative automatic thoughts. Is this something that in five years from now it'll still affect me? Or will I have forgotten all about it by then because it's really minuscule and doesn't matter? So think about those things too when you're logging. Maybe you could rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 uh, in level of importance. Is this... Is this something that will affect me forever? Then it's going to be a 10. Is this something that's literally like a gnat that I can swat away? Then it's a 1. And then, you know, of course, in the middle is maybe I should focus on it and hit it head on right now so it doesn't affect me later. You know, rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. How, how, how important is, is the thought? Okay, one more quick break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And we're back. Still listening to Duke Ellington. Kind of loving this uh, rendition. Right now, the, uh, the album is on the dance of the Floridors. The Waltz of the Flowers. Pretty cool. Duke Ellington, uh, what a mad genius to turn this into jazz, huh? So when you listen to the traditional Nutcracker, uh, very different. Okay, here's a here's a, an example of a thought diary. So here's a situation. You're at a job interview. And you're thinking in your head, I'm useless in interviews. I'm going to bomb. And your emotions are sadness, disappointment, and probably a little shame. Your belief in your thought, you rate it 0 to 100%. The intensity of the emotion, you rate 0 to 100%. Evidence for the thought, the example says, I don't always get it right and sometimes say things that come out wrong. I have done interviews in the past where I have not gotten a job. And the evidence against it is, I have a lot of experience and the skills to do the job. I have done interviews in the past where I have received good feedback. I have prepared for this interview. People get nervous in interviews. The interviewers know that. And then alternative thought. I have done interviews in the past and I haven't always gotten the job, but I have a lot of experience. I have prepared for this and I'm going to give it my best shot. I do not have to be perfect. And the emotions accompanying that, um, sadness, disappointment, and optimistic. Belief in alternative thought and intensity of emotion. So when the thought is reframed in this example... The belief in the thought goes from 60 to 75, and 75 is the alternative, more positive thought. The intensity of emotion, sadness and disappointment, was rated at 90%, but after the alternative thought, the new rating was 40% sadness and disappointment and 50% optimistic. So that's quite a big difference, and it takes time to master reframing your thoughts. So I hope this was helpful for you. Just a quick refresher on reframing. And as always, if you have questions, I am available to answer. Just shoot me an email or send me a message here. And if you would like the worksheets, Don't hesitate to contact me, and I hope you make good choices and have a wonderful, wonderful day.